Hi, friends, and welcome to the Colorado Beauty RN Podcast. Your host is Jenny Garland, a registered nurse, aesthetic provider, injectables trainer, and owner of Colorado Beauty RN in Castle Rock, Colorado. Hey, guys, welcome to Episode 5 of the Colorado Beauty RN Podcast. In today's Beauty Buzz, we're talking about chemical peel treatments. They can lead to healthier, more youthful skin and are one of my favorite treatments. They're popular, relatively inexpensive, and generally really safe when used correctly. Are you ready? Let's do this. Lots of people are bothered by acne scars, their skin texture, discoloration, lines, and wrinkly skin. The great news is that peels can help with all of these things. Chemical peels are a form of chemoexfoliation. A peel causes injury at the epidermal dermal layer of the skin. The body's immune system kicks in and tells the skin to repair itself. So how do they work? Well, under a microscope, your skin looks a lot like a brick building. Picture the brick and mortar wall. The acids in a chemical peel dissolve the mortar, which is the glue that holds skin cells together. As we age, our skin cycle slows down. Typically, it takes about 28 days for a new layer of skin to form. The interesting thing is that we can have 35 to 50 layers of dead skin on the surface. Gross, right? So when we get rid of dead skin layers, the light reflects differently and the skin has a glow to it. So that's kind of why when people age, one reason why their skin can look a little dull, it's because of the buildup of dead skin on the surface. Chemical peels can help get rid of some of those dead layers so healthy skin can shine through. The history of chemical peels is really interesting. About 4,000 years ago, Cleopatra used to bathe in sour milk. The lactic acid in the sour milk would help get rid of some dead skin layers. The Romans used to make a little concoction of limestone, sulfur, and mustard to improve their skin. Turkish people used to use fire really lightly to singe their skin. In India, people used to mix urine with pumice stone to create acids for their skin. So chemical peels are nothing new. Today, chemical peels are categorized by depth. They're superficial, medium, and deep. Deep, we really don't use much. It requires significant downtime and can have more complications. Oftentimes, a heart monitor has to be hooked up for those. And maybe if somebody was having a facelift while they were under anesthesia, it might be a good time for a deep peel. But other than that, it's superficial or medium. Superficial peels really don't have any downtime. They only penetrate the very top layer of the skin. It's a good go and glow sort of treatment. My favorite and what we do the most of are medium depth peels. Medium depth peels are great for texture problems, large pores, breakouts, acne scars, sun damage, melasma, and fine lines and wrinkles. The brand I adore using is the VI peel because it's non-invasive, I can apply it to be light or medium depth. There are five different VI peel formulations for all skin types and colors. It's safe for Asian skin, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, and African skin, which is fantastic. There's no pre-treatment required. The treatment is virtually painless, which is a huge plus for me. Another thing I love about chemical peels is you get fast and rewarding results in as little as a week. So when you come for a chemical peel, we give you a post-care kit This is included in the price of the peel, and it includes instructions, a cleanser, sunscreen, post-peel protectant, and towelettes to boost your results. 
There's also an app with reminders that I personally love because I just set up the notifications and it tells me exactly when to do what. A series of peels is best, just like a series of any medical grade treatment is going to give you more results than just a one-off. A series of three to six is recommended and you can do peels every four to six weeks. In our VIP loyalty membership program, people often alternate chemical peels with microchanneling and that's a really power punch way to treat your skin. We'll talk about microchanneling next week in episode six. So the actual procedure of a peel, this is kind of what happens when you come in. I'll wash your face, I'll prep it, which means to degrease it with acetone. This allows the peel to penetrate better. I'll put some barrier cream on the areas we don't want the peel. Like if your eyebrows are microbladed and also around your lips, corners of your nose, sensitive areas. I apply the peel with multiple passes using rough gauze. The first pass numbs you, which is fantastic. It's actually a really quick procedure. The actual peel is done in 10 minutes. So with the VI peel, this is not the same with all peels, but you'll leave it on for four hours and you'll look a little orangey, like kind of like you had a bad spray tan and you might be a little reddish also, which is normal for a few hours. So after you leave it on for four hours, you'll wash it off, apply the peel pad boosters included in your kit and anti-itch cream. You might be a little itchy that first evening, which is pretty common. If so, taking ibuprofen and or Benadryl usually is perfect and solves that problem. Day two, your skin looks great. You could wear makeup if you want. Um, you're pretty glowy. And day three through five is when the peeling is usually most pronounced. Typically, day three, it starts around your mouth and nose and then moves outward towards your ears and up towards your forehead. You don't want to wear makeup during these days. I mean, even if you did, it wouldn't look good because your skin is peeling. And it's really important not to pick your skin because that can cause your dark spots to get darker. You want to avoid excess sweating and really heavy, hot exercise. Walking, hiking, some light weightlifting, all that is fine. Here's something I always like to tell people. So if you picture a bell curve, most people, you know, are on the top of the bell curve. And with a peel, most people will peel some, not like a snake, but they will peel. Some people don't peel at all. Some people peel a whole lot. It depends on so many factors, your anatomy, what products you're using at home, if you exfoliate regularly. But here's the thing, it doesn't matter how much you peel, the peel is still working. It works on a cellular level and that's where the peeling is most important and that's happening whether or not you visibly see peeling. Most people do feel at least flaky, but think of peeling as a side effect that could happen, not a guarantee that it's going to happen. Regardless of how much you peel, you'll still get improvement in skin tone, texture, and the overall appearance. If you're pregnant, have an aspirin allergy, have taken Accutane or received chemo radiation in the last six months, if you have a liver condition, or if you have active cold sores, you definitely don't want to do a chemical peel. Peels are so fantastic, and the three things to remember about chemical peels are, number one, how much you peel is not an indication of success. The chemical peel dissolves the mortar that holds your skin cells together. As skin regenerates, it's stronger, tighter, healthier. You don't have to peel like a snake. Number two, peels are a terrific treatment when they're combined with other med spa treatments like microchanneling, and we'll talk about that next week. 
And number three, your dark spots do get darker during the peeling process as they lift up before they flake off. This is totally normal. Happens every single time I do a peel. Today's FAQ is, can I be out in the sun after a peel? You really don't want to. You really, it's best to avoid the sun while you're peeling. If you're out and about, it's really important to wear a hat, sunglasses, and SPF. Your skin is super sensitive during this time and going in the sun without hat, sunglasses, sunscreen during the peeling process could cause post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, PIH, which basically means dark spots. So if you're going to be out at a kid's, you know, sports tournament or about to go to the lake, don't do a peel the week before. Wait until you get back and can avoid direct sunlight. Okay, that wraps up episode five, all about chemical peels. If you have questions, be sure to let me know. And thank you so much for listening. If you have a chance to tag me in your Instagram post or story, I will reshare it. And don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Colorado Beauty RN Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take just one moment to leave a review on iTunes. Click subscribe to get the latest episodes sent directly to you.